Bobby, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thanks for having me. I want to talk to you. I have some questions. Um, I want you to first tell us a little bit about what you do. You've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years. And, you know, I was watching this YouTube video the other day, and it was talking about when you're in business and when you're successful, it comes with pressure. So pressure with pressure comes stress. Talk a little bit about what it feels like to have that pressure to perform and to be successful. Um, I think I think what happens when, when you start a business is um, I always say to my wife and my kids, it hardens you because it puts you in situations um, from a business perspective that you have to be a little bit more harsh than you want to be personally. Problem with being in business for so long is it can harden you to a point where you become numb. And what I mean by that is um, you lose focus on the person you were personally compared to the business person. And I think um, when you're doing something for so long, you create habits, good and bad, and you create, what's the word I'm looking for? You, you create um, patterns. Patterns, yeah. Patterns that, you know, good or bad or indifferent can be toxic sometimes and positive sometimes. But unless you realize those things, it can, it can really um, dampen how you, your, your gratitude and how grateful you can be when, you, when you're working in the trenches like that. Because... You know, I've been electrical contractor, like one business for almost 30 years. Oh my gosh. Okay. I was trying to get it. It's a slap of the age there. 10 years, a lot can go on in 10 years. Yeah, absolutely. So when you said 20, I was thinking, wow. So um, 30, wow. 30 years. But um, you started when you were 12. I've been, so (laughs) I got an interesting thing. I've been working, I was talking, I'm going to be 55 and we're talking about retirement and just the other day a friend of mine says when are you going to retire and one of the guy goes i'm about 60. my generation of people we've been working since we're 10 years old yeah that's so true 10 years old we, i had a paper we've always been working so technically we got you know if i've been in business for 30 <laughs> years i've been almost working for 40 years yeah because that's how we grew up so but what i didn't realize is the price that can that you pay sometimes for success and when you're working so hard on a business as an entrepreneur you get this tunnel vision of what you're trying to you know it's all about our money and and providing and everything else Mm -hmm. that you really lose sight of yourself personally and when you're doing things for everybody else as the pleaser as we talked about yeah. And you start to lose fulfillment. When I met you, I mean, I was in a dark place. I had some situations with my family that had been caused by trying to be an entrepreneur. I, you know, I neglected certain phases of my life that I thought was fine because so I was when you say for certain phases of your life, what do you mean by that? Um, I guess I mean, um, emotional support and stuff like that. So for family members. For family members, yeah. So what 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 happened was when I was working so much and I was providing from a materialistic, I didn't have the awareness to realize that they needed me more emotionally than materialistically. Because as an entrepreneur, you're just looking at the bottom line for numbers, right? Yeah. So I really was oblivious 
to that that compassion and need that my family needed. And as my kids got older and became young adults, it started to rear its ugly head in ways that I was kind of confused. I was kind of scared. I was kind of like questioning, you know, why? And one of the things when I met you is, is I was actually playing the victim. I was going to say, so that's funny that you lead, led me into the next uh, question because I was going to say, well, you kind of answered this, but how were you, how were you feeling when you started the coaching process? Because I think you had a story in your head about how you were feeling, but when we dug just a little bit, I think you were, you were maybe surprised that what you were really more deeply, if you're honest with yourself, what you really were feeling. So it sounds like there were some issues with how other people were feeling in your family because maybe you weren't present and you were focused on making the money and being successful and you were very successful. But when I met you, I saw that you just did not seem okay. So what do you think you were feeling at that time? I, I was feeling numb. Um, I was, I, I looked at everything as if, Look what I'm. Look at how hard I'm working. People are so unappreciative of everything. I, I I was like, I constantly was almost like without even berating that they were spoiled and everything. My kids were spoiled. My wife that I was giving them everything, but in reality, I was giving them nothing. And I could sense that, and I was empty inside. So I was working, and I said, when I when I came to you, and, and this, this is a shout out to my wife. Yeah. She knew I, at one point I was in a dark place and she said, we, we need, you need to see somebody. And, and what we did when we started to kind of peel back the layers is I, me- I remember like it was yesterday. I was like, I got all this and I'm like, I have no feelings. I'm numb inside. I, I am numb. I just, I do things. I'm, and I, and I'm just kind of, you kind of question your purpose. Yes. You know, I was questioning like, why am I doing all this? And, why is there so much anger and resentment that's going back and forth between everybody when I'm working so hard to provide? At the time, well, I thought, these people are ungrateful. So so you had that story in your head. That was it, your limiting belief, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and it was like, what the hell are these people doing to me? Yeah. <laughs> Look how hard I work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was playing the victim. And, uh, you know, one of the hardest things. I mean, I can say that now, but when when you're in the trenches and you're working on self-help, it, it, you know, I always say it's the hardest thing in the world, but it's the most simplest thing when you want to do self-help because it's the answers are easy, but to execute them are hard. You know, I was blaming everybody else for what I was doing. In reality, it was me that was causing it, right? But I had a hard but time. But you were blaming yourself, too. I had a hard time differentiating why am I the victim uh-huh. when I'm providing? Right. That was all to it, you. It was all about providing, but they needed emotional connection. So the victim card didn't resonate with me immediately. As far as until we started to work more and more on our sessions that it started to become clearer and clearer that, yeah, I am, you know, I am playing the victim. I'm blaming those. I'm blaming my kids for hard work and everything and not realizing that, I, I need to give them compassion and everything else like that. And it was one of those things where if I'm the cause of the problem, I'm causing the problem, 
more so than helping the problem. I'm, I always say, is it my part of the problem or my part of the solution? Right. I love that. And and one of the things that I started to realize, I thought I was part of the solution at the beginning, but I was part of the problem. <laughs> right. Because you were blaming instead of, I, was, I think what we were working on early on was that you were in this loop where you were, I think you seem like you were depressed. I'm not a therapist. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, I never been depressed. But I before, remember so saying very, to you, I think, I think I was, I, at a, I was at a low point. I was very, I was at one yeah. of the lowest points in my life. Well, like you said, when you don't feel like you, you felt numb. And sometimes when people get to that point, they feel like they don't have hope. And that's where you can really have some pain in your life. Um, and I'm not a therapist, so I'm not saying I diagnosed that you were depressed, but I remember thinking you should go talk to a therapist. But at that point, you wanted to just stick with coaching, um, right? But and in, in, in come to find out that as I started to do the work, that I work was my therapy. Ah, it was a loop. Yeah. And I was burying myself in my work so I wouldn't have to face what was, I didn't, I couldn't have to confront what was I really the problem. Which was, you didn't want to feel emotion. You yes. didn't want to connect emotionally. Yeah, and, and that was part of my story, from my past story. And um, Do you want to explain any, what you mean so, by that? Or? Yeah, and, and this is something that um, we all have a story. And this is something that I didn't realize right away. And, and it's difficult to come to grips with. And as you do the work, and what I meant by as you do the work and things become clearer, it's like, oh, everything starts to make sense. It's like the pieces of the puzzle. When you first start doing this work, there's like a million pieces of puzzle on the table. Yeah. And you're like, how am I going to start this thing? But the more you do the work, the more they start to fit together, the more you're like, all right, I got this. And one of the things with my story was, you know, growing up is, um, is my, I was always trying to please people. I was kind of a short kid and I was always trying to prove myself. And I think that's, I got no problems with that. That's who made me what I was, but I didn't to this day. And what you don't, what you know is what, you, you know, I don't, at the time I didn't realize I was holding this resentment, but my father never hugged me or kissed me. Um, there was no compassion. I mean, that was the way he grew up. And so Aww. as I got old, you know, so that's how I grew up. Right. Yeah. So I was like, old school. I was kind of like a hot ass to my kids. I was always constantly holding them accountable, accountable, but with no compassion. But you loved your kids, but that's how you knew how to show love. That's the only way. I, that's exactly right. And and come to find out as I started to put the pieces of the puzzle together that my story was is I just wanted to be loved and cared for and I feel as though I was robbed of that and I use that as resentment. Mm. And one of the things that drove me to be successful was to kind of like kind of stick it in people's faces to prove to them. But I did it for the wrong reasons. And that's why I was get I was so unfulfilled. So I had all this success, but I was doing it for the wrong reasons. That's I was a, doing that's, it. That's not as I'm sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but that's not as uncommon as you would think with successful. And I'm not saying every successful person has this map, as you know, I call it a map, mm -hmm. right? That's what your background, all your habits and your uh, patterns are emotional patterns, um, especially because of like how you were raised. 
did you ever see the last dance with mm -hmm. Michael Jordan? Mm -hmm. And I just something that really hit me when he said, one of the things that pushed me to just get out there and just practice and practice was my brother was better than me. And my father gave him more attention. And my father was always comparing us. And I said to him, it was painful, but that's what pushed me further and further because I wanted that attention. I wanted him to say, feel that way about me. So I've seen that with people like you that are very successful. Sometimes it's what's pushing you, but it's not a healthy thing because like you said, it was this resentment and was causing you pain and, 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 the, and causing your kids. Pain and the hardest part for me to come to grips with that is, is I feel like I could have been such a better father had I been aware of the compassion and stuff that my kids needed instead of me being such a hot ass. And one of the things I, I you know, just recently met with my daughter and I took in some accountability based on what I've learned about myself and, and like my mother and father love me daily. Of course. What they don't know is what they don't know. So the, what, they were lack what what I was lacking, what they were giving me, were lack the lack thereof, what they was what I thought that I needed. They didn't know. It didn't mean they didn't love me anymore or less. The way we as children react to that creates the story to your point of a map of where we end up. And probably 98% of the people. It's it's more of a toxic situation than a positive situation. It's just life in general. Yeah, we don't live in a perfect parents world. Parents are human and humans are flawed. There you go. And right? they make mistakes. And, and, and it's not done intentionally. It's up to us as we do our self-improvement to realize that and not resent them, but love them even more and start to create a new story. That's so true. So that's exactly like the work because... I just found one point that you made so impactful. You said, what I realized and why I was resentful is that I didn't get the love I needed, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So then, but then, isn't it funny how, and I did this too with, with my mom, because my mom was had lots of great qualities, but she was, she could be cold and she could be biting and she could be um, kind of standoffish. And she had this like, you know, my drama mode, I call it the lash out lunatic. Yeah. And that's from her. But I hated that in her. It made me walk on eggshells. But but even though I didn't like that in her, I learned that. So I acted that way. And that's like you. You didn't like that, but you learned it. Isn't it crazy? We, I, it's we, what we, we're, we become it. We be, we're almost like com we're, we have comfort in what we know, even if it's bad and even if we don't like it. So you needed that love, but your kids needed that love. And then when they needed it, you couldn't understand it because that was part of your map. So that's just I obviously what happened and the whole point of the, the process is to help you to feel more fulfilled and more at peace and to help you have better love and connection with your family by breaking the cycle. Correct. And, and the thing that what happens is in our unconscious minds, the resentment builds over time with your kids, with your wife. And it's crazy because the resentment comes into play later on because it's I've created such a toxic environment in a sense that I wasn't there emotionally, but I was there materialistically, that when you start to 
communicate with them. They're listening, but they're not, they're so resentful to me mm. because, and, and righteously so, yeah. that I can't understand why they're not listening to me because- You're like, I'm sorry. But they, <laughs> but I'll, I'll be like, well, you know, why aren't you doing this? Or I told you a hundred times. Oh, my wife, I mean, and and she, you know, she finally came clean and, you know, we, we would always have arguments about certain things. And I would be like, what, what don't you understand? You know, we've been married for almost 22 years and I've been having this conversation for 10, 10 years. And I'm like looking at her like, and then I, I, the light went on and she came clean and said, you know, and now I understand why she wouldn't listen to me. Of course, she resents me. And rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. And, and my kids to a certain point. So now that I can take ownership and the accountability of that, but it, it really makes me understand when I would ask him to do things or why we why there was a disconnect mm. is because that unconscious resentment has built up and they were kind of resenting me, but not that they weren't loving me. But it was it was one of these things where we weren't on the same page. You, know? you had to heal. They ha you had to do the work to heal the all the feelings that they had from all those years but and that doesn't happen overnight and i remember when you first started you wanted to have because i kept saying you just love them just love them just love them and you're like okay but then if they weren't showing you right away okay i accept all, everything's great you, you go back to like well this makes me feel bad like that was kind of tapping into your um discomfort and feeling that you weren't being loved Right? Am I wrong on that? You're absolutely right. But one of the things is, is um, you you know, you have these feelings, and you can't just turn them on and off, right? One of the things that, and I, and I'm going to quote a lot of things because I've been doing this since 2018. Oh yeah, we 19, started together 2018, 2018 ish. Yeah. So one of the things is, you know, we we talk about self improvement is it's an infant, it's the infinite game. Yeah. It's it's just never ends, right? And I started in 2018. I am like 10 times the man I was then and can be, I got so much more room for growth. We all do. You know, and, and that's the thing about it is, is, is the more you do this, the more it becomes more clear, the more your certainty and your purpose. It's almost like um, taking like a, um, an old mirror out of a, an antique chest or glass and you start to clean it off mm. and some parts start wiping it away and everything and you start to see your picture you want to you start to see yourself and you see how nice this can be the clearer the picture the, the, the harder you work the clearer the mirror becomes the clearer you can see your face and that's kind of an analogy of self-improvement is i'm it's so true i'm cleaning that that mirror and i'm starting to see my face and and it's 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 um gratifying and it's 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 not easy but it's one of these things where um the more that you do it the more awareness is the more you want to do it because you see how it affects people around you it's 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 amazing when i i tell this story i had this conversation with my daughter i started and and to her credit she was aware she's been doing some self-help too. And when I came clean about the resentment and the story about, I needed to love you more. And I'm, I was so hot at you. 
This was her. So you had a conversation with your daughter. Oh yeah. And you came clean. I, I had I had to take accountability for the the old story. Okay. And, and what did you say? I mean, you don't have to get into detail. I, I basically, like I basics. basically said to her, um, and and I said, you know, I, I'm working on myself, and I'm kind of worked on my um, my some of the issues that I was having, and I've been drilling down deep, and I've had some breakthroughs, some awakenings. And one of the awakenings was, as I was a kid, I was always trying to prove people wrong, and I wasn't loved as much or you know, I, I wasn't, I, I felt like I wasn't loved as much as I could have been. And therefore, that, that they didn't show the love. They didn't show the love. And, and unfortunately for you, I wasn't able to show you the love that I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And I apologize for that. And, and I understand where you're coming from, but I want to, I'll give you your space because you don't expect them to change overnight. No. But I want to start to write our new story. Well, how did she react? Well, she's been doing some psych, psych classes and she's been doing therapy herself. And she, at first she was like, duh. <laughs> but one of the things that resonates with me That's is awesome. she said, dad, um, the hardest thing for me to deal with with you is I know you weren't doing it on purpose. Uh... And I struggled with that because everything you do was out of love, but you didn't know how to show it. That's what I struggled with. I don't know why that makes me want to tear I up. I know, I know. <laughs> it was the most amazing conversation so I've ever had in my life. Oh, Bobby. Look at I got yeah. and, and That's so precious. And, and we talked in more in depth and she cried and everything. And she's so appreciative of me taking some accountability and understanding where she was coming from. I'm tearing up. And she called me about a week ago and we had the best conversation, just like a father and son shit. Uh, I mean, a father and daughter. Because my boys, I haven't really progressed that much with them. And she, she was completely honest. And she said, Dad, because I do the work, I'm a little uh -huh. bit, it's, you know, this process with me might be a little bit easier because I have some skeletons in the closet with my boys because I was really hot on my boys and she says I'm just going to give you a heads up just to make sure that you be patient with the process and that's the thing wow. we got you got with, with self-improvement you got you got to trust the process the pro it's not going to happen overnight it's it's always like chipping away at that big piece of granite one day it's going to break open yes but at times you're thinking this thing's never gonna grow, and, you know, because you've got this big grin and you're chipping away. But you know, with her, a little piece came off. Uh huh. Uh -huh. You know, with the boys, I'm going to be working through those pieces until everything goes. But My, you're committed to do it, even when it's hard. Well, Whereas the beginning, just like everyone, it's not just you, not picking on you. No, no, no. But no. like when it would get a little hard with the boys, you'd be like, I can't do this, you know. But now I feel like you're more committed to. It's okay. This is normal is part of the process to your point when you first worked with me you said just love them yeah that wasn't easy for me not then now it's easy for me to just love them you know why i think and tell me if you mm -hmm. you can tell me if you don't agree with this but i because i just like you over the past several years i've been on my journey right and i've learned that 
I'd say just a year ago or so, maybe two years, I had a huge um, breakthrough and because I've been hard on people a lot, similar math yeah, tears. Yeah. But what I learned is I'm hardest on myself. And I feel that that's been my big, once you learn, Bobby, to love yourself. I know it sounds corny, but it's so fucking true. Once you learn to love yourself, it's like this liberation. It's the weirdest feeling. And you're more open to loving others. I got goosebumps. So one of the things I do in the morning, I do a chakra meditation. Okay. And I have a ritual. And what I've learned is I'm always living, I used to live in the past and I used to live in the future. And through self-improvement, self I learned to live in the present. And every morning, I tell myself, live in the present, and I love you. I tell myself I love myself every morning. Oh, my gosh. That's so nice. And it's just a reminder because for years, we go through life as pleases. Mm -hmm. And we, don't, we please everybody else except ourselves. Right. Yeah. And and what, what happens is, is that's when, when the victim card comes back. Yes. Because I'm trying to please my daughter. I'm trying to please my boys. I'm trying to please my wife. I'm trying to please my mother. You know, I'm trying to please my employees. Right. Now I stop playing the victim loop because it's taking me so much energy to try to please these people. I don't have any for myself. When I can say I love myself every morning. To your point, it makes me so, it, it's so much easier to love everybody else because now I'm not blaming them for me providing because I'm giving that love, that self-love to myself first and foremost. And that's helps me. I could have a bad day, but when I do that ritual in the morning, yeah. boom, it's a new day. That takes us to the end of our time today. Isn't Bobby amazing? We ended up talking for so long that I'm splitting this podcast in two. So you'll hear more from him next week. I hope you have an amazing day and I hope you enjoyed hearing Bobby's story as much as I did. 